what's up y'all it's your girl miracle sims and i'm getting ready to tell you all the easiest way to make your own podcast and that's with anchor by spotify friends listen all you got to do is either download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm and they have everything you need in one place you can record edit and they'll even distribute it and the best thing about it is that it's absolutely free so if you're ready to start your new journey today then go ahead and download the app or go to the website anchor.fm just like yours truly everyone it's miracle sims and you're listening to god sex and love um getting ready to have a little girl chat got the two very very dear friends of mine first of all uh welcome back miss london a morrison hey <laughs> if you guys remember her from the last uh discussion video her uh, introduction is too long to go through, sis. We can't go through all those credits. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. They don't have, you don't have to. Do, it's all right. They could Google me, boo. <laughs> all right. And I would like to introduce for the first time here on God, Sex, and Love, a Jackie of all trades. I call her. <laughs> we got Miss Bridget Stevens on the line today. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to be here. Yes, ma'am, indeed. She's uh, she skills in poetry to biology and everything in between. So, yeah, yes. my go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, uh, to get this girl chat going, I thought we would start with this topic right here, and it's called Five Things I Learned from My Exes. Can we I mean, just start with a little, like, you know, I know some people last time had an issue with me dropping some curse words, but can we just start with letting people know that this is a judgment-free zone as they can read that <laughs> on the app? And so just because we're Christians having conversations doesn't mean we don't get real down to the nitty-gritty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there you go. I think that's that's good enough right there. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. All right. So, um, you know, I know that this subject can be a little with a grain of salt. Sometimes we might look back on our exes and think, oh, God, why? Or, you know, think negatively. So uh, all of our things that we learn don't have to be negative. Uh, so let's just let's just see what have we learned thus far from our exes, ladies? Who wants to start? Mm. London, you sound like you got a lot to say. Go Girl, <laughs> um i'll just throw out one and then you guys can tell me like if you've had experience with this and what you think so for me personally i would say a a lesson i've learned from one of my exes is to for me personally to never date a man with children and Mm -hmm. i say that for me personally because the experiences that i had were just not ones that i felt like were healthy you have to deal with the kid's mom. Um, you know, if there's still some type of emotion or feeling there that she has for the the man that you're dating, you know, the drama, the financial needs that he has to, you know, still be uh, uh, the person who's doing all these things for the, the kid and the, and the mom. And that takes away from things that he could be doing with you in the relationship. So for me, that's a, that's something that I learned, and I'm just not comfortable ever putting myself back in that situation again. That's funny. I had a coworker say the same exact thing. Now I've never dated a man with kids. See, but but I have a I have friends that have, and I've had mixed reviews. And uh, one lesson I learned from her experience is her 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 fiance now he's her fiance now he has she has, he has I think two kids and they're adult kids like maybe mm-hmm. um, 16 is the youngest and 21 you know being the oldest but his ex-wife actually left him for another woman <laughs> mm. Mm. and 
he like he has like my friend has no problems with the baby mama drama type situation and he okay. treats her like a queen okay. like literally like a queen so I say all that to say because we all talk about God sex and love sometimes when we say we'll never do something God will send us exactly what we say we'll never do I Wait a know. minute. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Uh oh, watch out, Lindsay. Watch out. I know. Well, no, well, I'm I'm okay though because we know I'm in a very serious relationship and my, my boyfriend has no kids and has never been married. So and we're on our way to marriage. So I, I feel like I'm pretty safe in uh, that area. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just I want to be the first person to have a baby with my husband. It's not even just the drama. It's just that something that I've prayed and dreamed is that I want to be the first person to have a baby with my husband. I don't want that experience to be taken away from me because of something that he had in his, you know, previous life. So thankfully right now I'm in a great relationship with the man who will probably be proposing before the end of the year. And he is the first person that I would want to, you know, when I marry that I'd want to have a baby with. And I'm, I'm glad that he doesn't have any other kids. I just find that it's, it's tricky. Like I come, I have a blended, I come from a blended family. So it's like, it, it gets really tricky when you start dating people with kids, especially if you already have your own, you know? I got you. I got it's you. Really I mean, yeah, I know particularly for my friend, she, she's in a, uh, uh, I guess a medical issue where she can't have kids. So I guess it's kind of a oh. blessing for her. Okay. But okay. at the same time, you know, she came from a divorce and he came from a divorce and then it's like, you know, he treats her like the queen that, you know, we know we are. You see what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So, you know, he came in, he straightened that crown up real quick and got her dusted off and said, take your throne, my queen, and let's let's roll. Let's do this. Yeah. So, you know, I, I it's just hard to say, you know, like not to do it because, you know, I, I get it. I get it. I, mm-hmm. I, I've had friends that deal with the baby mama drama and she got feelings still for him. Yes, and- it's stress. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been blessed to not have to deal with the baby mama side of things. I mean, I think I did date somebody that had a kid or two. I think the most crazy situation, even though I never I didn't have to deal with the kids or deal with the um, you know, the baby moms, but I think there was one point I dated this guy that might have had six kids. Oh yes, oh. I remember that guy. <laughs> Girl, oh my goodness. Uh-uh. <laughs> craziest situation but I, I didn't have to deal like they were all in the state so I never dealt with them the family or any of that I mean he was probably one of the craziest situations I was in but it wasn't because of that uh it was just because of him <laughs> um and then I would say like my ex right before my now husband had uh, a daughter and I met her and she was like oh she four five something like that like four or five or something like that um but still same thing but didn't really deal with the um baby mom and wasn't any type of issue when it came to that but i will say it is a blessing to be married to someone that did not have um any children and um everything like that and, and our son is our first for both, for both of us and, exactly and that's special for you that's yes. a blessing exactly <laughs> exactly because i'm looking at just you know society the statistics and i'm gonna be honest with you like i'm 35 and mm-hmm. at 35 if i'm trying to find someone my age with no kids that's gonna be like trying to find a needle in the haystack <laughs> possible though Bridget it's it is possible. possible it is it is very possible you know so it's a blessing that both of you guys have found someone that don't you know don't have no extra baggage and things of that nature <laughs> there's still some good ones out here girl there is there's still some ones that just was like they weren't ready and they were waiting for the right woman to make their wife so you good boo you'll stop. you will you will he will find you yes I believe it <laughs> Well, I guess I will go ahead and say one then. Um, I will just touch on what we were talking about last week. Uh, I learned that soul ties are real. Yes. Positive and negative. I mean, you know, like I was saying last week, I, I have, um, you know, now I'm noticing there's things about the way I you know deal with things now I feel like I, some of that might have rubbed off on me from exes mm-hmm. and then 
now y'all know about that stuff we shouldn't be doing before we, you know, get married and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you know, you might find yourself thinking about that there, uh, thinking about something else with you. <laughs> you shouldn't be, so I'm like, oh, Lord, I need to uh, let this go. Hey, husband, won't you come on and um, uh, <laughs> get my mind off this other stuff? <laughs> I hear it. <laughs> yeah, those soul ties oh, are strong. They strong. Oh. They strong. Yeah be careful out here because you know it's it's y'all know i'm i can get deep sometimes so i'm trying not to get too deep but like Girl, get deep we need to know the people need to hear you know, it it's like it's like a hierarchy like you sleep with one person and that person has mm. slept with one person that person is like a whole hierarchy of this yes, all girl. Kind of spirit that you have now entangled up in your own spirit and just to prepare yourself you know um it's this thing people say, oh, I'm going to test drive. I want to test drive my man. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But see, you know what? This is what I feel, you know, is when you test drive, sometimes you you like interrupt that process of God preparing you to be that wife or God preparing yes. you to be that husband. So now that you've test driven, now everything that he's trying to, you know, extract out of us, we've transferred into that person. And now we going into this marriage with all kinds of soul ties that we didn't even have before we got, you know, yes. together. So yeah, it's, it's soul ties are hard. They are, and they're real and they are just, they're damaging if they're not with your husband or your wife. Like, oh my goodness. It's, yeah. It's a lot of, it comes with a lot. It's not worth it in the end. Like we were saying last week, it's just not worth it. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's, 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 that's another thing. I'm going a, I'm to a add to the, the list of things that you, you know, that I've learned from my ex and that, that you're stronger than you think you are when mm. you go on this stuff because of course the temptation is going to come in now i'm 35 again and i am a virgin and proudly a virgin and yes um, god and, is good and, girl and, this and, is and, yes and, come on y'all let's for one time for her clap <laughs> it up listen and it literally shows you how strong you are as opposed to you know that particular guy i was talking to at the time you know he couldn't handle it. He wasn't strong. He wasn't strong enough. And, you know, of course, he tempted, you know, the enemy want to tempt you and, you know, come on, just kiss me, you know, oh, let me touch you here, you know. And then you, you find yourself again back at the soul ties because now you're yes, slipping girl. up. So it mm-hmm. really, it taught me that, hey, I'm much stronger than that, you know. Yeah. You know, sometimes what we think is love, that's another one of my things. Sometimes we think it's love is actually lust. And it's so lust. Mm-hmm. It lust. And so sometimes you have to it, it teaches you how to distinguish between the two. So yeah. Girl, yes. Okay. So I would say another one that I feel that I have probably learned is never go backwards. You know, mm. my pastor said one time, like, when you go back into a relationship, it's like a dog eating his own throw up. Yeah. So mm. it's like if something is over, you know, mm. if God has allowed that situation to, you know, no longer be, you got to really like allow it to no longer be. You know, we do these we do this backpedaling as women or as men, whomever where we, you know, break up with somebody and maybe a few weeks later or a few months later or a year later, oh, maybe they've changed. No, like, no, like going backwards is a waste of your time. It just wraps you back up into some foolery that you had no business even being in in the first place. So that's something that I've learned. But then I asked myself, have I really been practicing that, you know? You know, so of mm. course I'm practicing it now because I'm in a healthy relationship that's leading to marriage. But for the years before this that I didn't practice, like I had to figure out why. Why did I keep going back to people who were not for me and who I, I knew they were not for me? Mm. That's funny because sometimes, you know, um, when we tend to be in cycles like that, a lot of times it's like us not learning the lesson the first yes. time. Like, you know, we sometimes when we present it with the same test over and over again, it's because we keep failing it. And so so 
it's good to some not good to but like when we when we do go through those hiccups where we go retro and we keep finding ourselves in there we got to find out how to break that cycle you know and a lot of times that comes with going back to the soul ties you just tied up entangled up with that person and spiritually you can't let them go spiritually them go and um it's so funny because a lot of people you know and i'm gonna get real deep talked about the whole r kelly thing you know with a lot of the young ladies and and one thing that I heard that was consistent between all of the girls were I tried to leave, I wanted to leave, but I couldn't. Mm. And I was reading a memoir by one of the young ladies who were was a victim. And mm. she found out that there was a lady that was around that was supposed to be like their den mother that watched over them. She was a voodoo priestess. And so he mm. was collecting their bodily fluids and having her to place curses on them that tied them together, not just sexually. What in the world? Spiritually. And people are like, well, why do they just don't leave? Why do they don't leave? You don't know what kind of spirits are tied to these people and what they are actually doing. I had a friend that was dating a um, a warlock. He was an actual like, registered warlock um, in some states. They, that's what they do. And literally, he had cursed her. And so a lot of times you have to know how to pray for yourself and pray because you don't know what people are into. That's one thing, you know, I can say about, you know, when people start start on a cycle, they try to leave and they come back. They try to leave, they come back. There's something else there spiritually. It might not be, it might be like a curse. You know, you don't know what these people are into. So, yeah. It was like she, she, this girl, like I found out that you know he was collecting our urine and taking it to her and having her pray over it and cursing oh her. And I was like, people don't understand. It is much deeper than them yeah. just stay around for the money or stay around for the sex. You know, so yeah, it's deep. It's real deep. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this keep this conversation going in a way, but. Uh, well, in the reverse, kind of, because <laughs> um, I kind of wrote down that you know I didn't want a man that I could control, um, mm. and I learned that he was he was like super nice. He was like great to me. He's probably one of the people I think about sometimes. I shouldn't be, <laughs> um, because he was in the room. But it's these guys that we love, right? Okay, uh, <laughs> this is where he was good at the things he was doing, you know. Uh, and things so, um, but at the same time, too, he seemed very impressionable. Like, I could have just told him to do this and do that, and I didn't like that. Um, that was something I found that I didn't like. I was like, uh, but then, then but now I'm with somebody so stubborn that I just can't. Well, yeah, because I'm like, where's the, where's the fine line though? Because, see, I don't, I don't control my boyfriend, but if I say I want something, it gets done. Anything I want, I can have from him, and I actually like that. I don't think it's for me. I don't think it's a control thing. It's just like whatever baby wants, baby gets. So I guess there's like a fine mm. line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, different strokes are different. I just, for me, I just was like, mm, I don't want to feel like I can tell you to do this. It's a, it's a, it's a thin line between controlling and actually being, um, being yes. served as a queen yes. that you are. Yeah. It's, it's a different thing, you know. Um, I, again, I have a friend that um, she she one of the things she said she learned from her her um, marriage that she was in was that she wanted to control him so much. Like, if she didn't get what she want, you knew it, you know. And she was, you know, she's a woman of God, and she wanted to go to church, and they wasn't they wasn't on the same level spiritually. She knew he had the potential, so a lot of times that passion for changing this guy to be on the same level as you can come off real controlling. And what it did was pushed him away mm. more than it pulled him into her because now I'm your mother, not your and ma- not yeah, not, not your, your wife, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I guess that's where that, you know, the difference between controlling, am I controlling him or is he giving me everything I need? He's spoiling me like the, the queen that I am. So, like, you gotta, you're you going to have to, like, decipher that type of, yeah. you know, threshold. Like, okay, how am I coming off? Like, oh, you're going to do this or I'm going to tear the yeah. house up or whatever, you know. 
you know and so you just kind of have to find out you know where your intentions is where your attitude is in it you know are you using him because he's nice you see what i'm saying so you you have to see where your attentions are there you know yeah so yeah like i think when i the situation i'm thinking about in particular like when i i, I know i probably broke his little heart <laughs> um or whatever but at the same time i didn't want to i just felt like okay maybe maybe because he was younger than me too which i mean my husband's younger than me but either way what i'm saying was he was significantly I guess younger than me and I just kind of felt like he needed to get some more time to figure out the things that he wanted and so I ended up letting him go and um because in my mind I'm like well it's good to be it'll come back I'll come back around it's fine but um yeah that, that's but that was just that particular relationship you know yeah I got a nice balance now it's just I tease him about being stubborn yeah, they, all all men sometimes yeah, stubborn. Child. Even though I get whatever I want, my boyfriend is still stubborn and getting on my damn nerves. But whatever, <laughs> he's still stubborn. Still, he give me whatever. But yeah, he's still they have their ways. He's still they have a man. No matter how nice mm-hmm. and how queenly they treat yeah. you, they still are a man. Okay. Yeah, but you don't want to like you know castracize them and you know like taking their masculinity away from them because you just you're trying to shape them or you know because a lot of times now women we have this thing where we can see Mm -hmm. all kinds of potential in people and we want to pull the potential out of them oh he he can be a great man if he just get over his ex or he'll be a great Mm -hmm. man if he get in a relationship Mm -hmm. with christ but one thing I learned, this is my next my next one is unless he wants to heal, yeah, you can't do it for him. Unless he wants to change, you can't do it for him. And that's one thing I learned. Listen, I was, you know, I I always see the good in people. I guess that's that Virgo in me. I always try to see mm-hmm. the best in everybody and end up getting, you know, mm-hmm. the short end of the stick. But I have to also learn like I always say this, the Harriet Tubman mentality, when ter- when to turn a rifle on you, like, okay, yeah. we're not going back yeah. to this, you know what I'm saying? And not not allow me to get drugged back into this this mentality of, you know, being hurt and in pain, so unless he wants to heal, you gotta know yeah. that up front, do you wanna heal? You gotta discern that, you gotta see it, because you just, it's like yelling yeah. at a stop sign to stop, and yeah. nothing's changing, nothing's happening, because he don't want to heal. Some people are yes, comfortable in chaos. Yes. Comfortable in, I had somebody in like their, that. Girl. In their, I had somebody like yes, that before. And it's girl, like, and that's, it, my, my point was going to be exactly what yours was. Never try to fix or save a man. If he don't want to get himself together, mm-hmm. that listen, go ahead and exit, girl. Where is the red sign? Where is yep. the door? Let me get the heck up out of here. Yes, let's go. Let's go. Let yes. me run while I can. <laughs> I was just about to say, don't date for potential, but all of that's wrapped up in all of that. Y'all just yeah. Said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Falling in love with potential. Mm-hmm. I mean, because honestly, at the end of the day, this is something else I think a lot of us forget, especially when we become wives and mothers. We forget about mm-hmm. us and our happiness and what we want. And so never forget that, you know, you have to see your way clear first. You have to make sure that you'll heal first. You have to make sure, you know, because what we go through is not necessarily mm-hmm. for us all the time. Yeah. It's for someone yeah. else. You see what I'm saying? So, as it, hence why we're here having this conversation because now we can tell some other girl that's younger than us, like, okay, girl, yes. it's about your happiness. Don't forget yourself. Don't, don't, don't step out of yourself. Still live, like, Miracle is a perfect example. She's, she's, she has, you know, Got a got married, got a child, but she still pushed through to, yes. to fulfill her dream. She didn't sit it on a burner, and then twenty years down, Lord, girl, you know, because so many was, mothers you know, are baby. like that, and I'm talking about like my own mother. Yes. I'm talking about like a lot of mothers yes. who didn't do what they wanted to do because they went ahead and got married and had a baby, and they let themselves go, and that is that's devastating yes. to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you just sitting at the house watching the kids day to day folding clothes, cooking dinner, you know, having sex when he ready. And now here it is. I should have wrote that book yes. thirty years ago. And now, yes. now you're tired, you know, or I started that business twenty years ago. And so never never forget yes. yourself, ladies. Never. 
never because you, you get so wrapped yes. up in his life and trying to change him and trying to make sure he's happy till you lose your happiness and lose yourself and just forget your dreams and visions and all that a stuff. lot of women yeah. do that because the the and i guess like in some households the man is the breadwinner so the woman does yeah. everything she can yeah. to make sure the house is right and make sure the children are good and she supports him and his dreams and then forgets about herself and i've seen many older women like that in my life and it makes me sad for them now i know that won't be me because i don't play those games but i feel sad for like <laughs> you know my mom or other people who i feel like potentially didn't get to go and reach their full potential and their careers because they got married and had children and they just fell off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and that goes with hmm? what you say? No, I was just gonna say I'm thankful to definitely have somebody that kind of pushes me to continue to do the things because that was something I was concerned about when I got pregnant. I was like, you know, okay, you know, what does this mean? Do I have to change careers now? What what does this about uh-huh. to look like and everything like that? But Anytime mm-hmm. a mentor or him, they both, you know, kind of just like, you know, keep going, keep doing your thing. It's just, you know, that's <laughs> here I am still, you know, going and trying to do my thing. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? You know, and I always tell people, you know, I, I work in, um, you know, the management industry where you deal with a team and conflict comes. And conflict, I tell people all the time, sometimes conflict does not yield a negative result. It's not always negative when you have a conflict because a lot of stuff you learn about yourself in this conflict. And so sometimes I say all that to say having an ex and taking time in between going to the next relationship teaches you how to be, you know, like by yourself being comfortable by yourself being because that's where God can really talk to you, mold you, mend you so that you won't take that foolishness into your next relationship. So yes, you know, I'm I'm like Beyonce, the best thing I never had, you know, sometimes comes comes out, you know, where I have, you know, dusted off my my cape or dusted off my crown and I'm I'm ready to get back in the ring and I'm a better person than I was before. So that's another thing, like solitude is okay. It's okay, you know, if this relationship ends, it's okay. Ain't no sense of trying to cry over this guy because sometimes some things, some doors just have to close. Everyone is stuck at home, but life is still happening around us every day. Birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, and celebrations. Send your friends and family the gift of wine from the comforts of home. Wine shop at home with Miracle of Wine. Wine, gift baskets, wine accessories, and more at miracleofwine.com. But I was just basically saying that, you know, every conflict, you know, isn't don't you know doesn't yield negative results you know um endings can be great endings can turn out to you know give you that time of solitude to heal and you know be mended back together from whatever the situation is you know so you won't go into the next relationship you know the same person or you know still hurting you know now you're taking it out on the next guy you know, and so yeah, that's okay. that's basically what I was saying. Um, mm. I had another one. Um, let's say so. I was gonna say acknowledge the red flags and take heed. Oh, I'm Ooh, sorry. That was love. Be my I'm next sorry. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It was it was similar. It's just trust your in- yeah. trust your instinct, y'all. Trust, when you feel like something them. is right, or you see some red. <laughs> like I've been in relationships where I saw some red flags at the beginning, and I kind of just brushed them under the rug just to be because I was like, okay, well maybe I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'm tripping. No, I wasn't tripping. That was the Holy Spirit telling me that this person was not appropriate for uh-huh. me. You know, so it's about yes. taking those red yes. flags when you see them. And again, going to the nearest exit. Where is the door? I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> yes, that's a real thing. <laughs> right. What my, gra- my granny say, I hear yes. what you say, but I watch what you do. And that's the truth. 
do. Come on, <laughs> Grandma. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, well, yes. Oh, go And that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Just, you know, sometimes, even in, mm-hmm. in any friendship, period, you have to, you have to recognize, you have to distinguish between discernment and paranoia. Because sometimes, you know, we be like yeah. paranoid because of what we done been through. But I've learned many times that that first voice is so subtle, which is discernment, like that's not the one. And and it's not going to even give you too many, you know, excuses. And that's how I always distinguish between God's voice and the enemy's voice. Because the enemy, he gonna sell, he's trying to sell you a dream or sell you, you know, sell that decision to you where God's just going to tell you in a nice little steel voice, like that's not the one, baby and leave it like that you know and so I, just y'all follow y'all instincts out here stop stop sticking around thinking y'all it's yeah. gonna change it's yeah. not it's not <laughs> all right well i got one i got one let's see uh oh well I, one of the main things i found out is what i wanted was not what i needed because i think um oh mm. that's a good one well, yeah, yeah. I mean, right before the hubby, I would say that person had a lot of what I wanted in a guy in regards to, you know, I thought they were handsome. I felt like they were talented, you know, passionate, all those great things. Um, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't what I needed in regards to the long run, for the long run, in regards to my husband, you know. <laughs> um, and then there's a lot of things that I kind of think the type of guy um, I was kind of going for at the time or, you know, I was kind of looking at those type of guys that was flashy or made themselves like stand out or whatever. Um, and my husband, he stands out, but it's not like he, he doesn't go out of his way to stand out. Like, it's just him, you know, and um, yeah, yeah, that's, that was one of those things I learned. Yeah, I, I like that one, you know, because, you know, we be praying, we place value on stuff that God yeah. is trying to protect yeah. us from a lot of times. We place so much value, and even even in some, you know, we be holding on to stuff that just, you know, is bad for us. And I always remember that scene in one of Tyler Perry's plays where he says, sometimes we be trying to yeah. hold on to seasonal people yeah. for a lifetime. And and they're 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 only draining us, you know. It's it's similar to like if you want to grow a rose bush, every so often you have to go and cut off leaves that are pulling from the actual yeah. flourishing of that rose. And so, you know, sometimes we have to re- we have to realize who our rocket boosters yeah. and who our rocket launchers are, you know. And and people don't know the difference. A rocket a rocket booster only boosts you up to a certain altitude, and if it don't fall off, yeah. it's gonna pull you back down. You know, and the rocket launchers are the ones that keeps you going past that altitude, past the atmosphere, so it can break through. So we have to we have to know what that is, and and I guess that'll lead me to my next step. You know, or my next lesson that I learned is be in prayer Mm -hmm. constant conversation Mm -hmm. with god y'all constant conversation because you need to know this stuff you don't want to be placing value and holding on to stuff that god never intended for us to hold on to okay good (laughs) (laughs) i got another one um you know if a man is not already doing something that you are looking for or hoping for him to do you know, don't expect him to do so later down the line. So, you know, if you not, if he's not already going to church, let's not try to pretend and think like he's going to go to church later. Okay. If he's not already pulling out, pulling the chair out and opening the door, let's not pretend like, you know what I'm saying? Like we meet people's representatives, but I mean, at some point we see what's really going on. So if a person met you and they were doing X, Y, Z, by the time the relationship flourishes and you marry them, they're going to be doing the same old thing. So it's like you can't because it goes back to the same thing of like not trying to fix somebody. So if a person is who they are at the beginning, you got to be ready to fully, fully accept that. And if you can't, then that person is not for you. Yeah, because I mean, 
that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Then you lose yourself trying to push that person to that do you want them they what it is that do. you yeah. think. No, and that's not happening. Right, They're not right. going to do it. So Exactly. Exactly. Here's another one I was thinking. You know, I know we were talking about making sure that our happiness it remains, but also we have to understand what at what point the do we need to make sure that we are compromising because you know at some point there's going to be decisions that we have to make not compromising our happiness for say you know not not saying that but just you know yeah be open-minded you know don't don't be so closed-minded where nothing can get in or get out you know um but be just be open to things because when you do that you limit it in yourself you limit the possibilities that can happen and how that relationship yeah. relationship can flourish so yeah yeah be open y'all just yeah open your mind amen amen and even with all of that i think this kind of goes with like my current situation and also maybe my is i learned that perfection is a fairy tale um because I feel like, uh, you know, I know that my husband is not perfect, but he is perfect for me. Yeah. And I think about overall picture. Amen. It's like, okay, you know, even even like times when I'm down, he can like say the simplest things and just be back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, maybe I'm freaking yeah. out, trying to figure out this, that, and then there he is, you know? So, like, he's perfect for me, but he's never going to be perfect and I'm never going to be perfect right. so I think get that type of I think we kind of come in sometimes come into relationships with the idea of and I'm, I'm saying myself too I mean I'm going to come into the idea came in too of the idea like okay everything's going to be this and that and it's going to be perfect and it's going to be this and that you know but it's it's never going to be perfect right it, but it goes to what yeah. I was saying too like you know what is it can you not say deal with but I mean for lack of a better word say right now <laughs> like you gotta what can yeah. you compromise on or what you know or what is it what's your deal breakers or something like that i guess yeah it's something to think comes to that because yeah if you're gonna expect the guy to be perfect or even yourself you just gotta communicate that's another one you got to learn to communicate i'm one of those people and um i'm learning even at at my age i'm still learning and I don't know if that comes with the trait of what they say Virgos are, but we just like to give chance after chance after chance, and we bottle. Girl, up y'all so bottle much. up so much, honey. Oh, let, I'm girl. Oh, I had a lot of Virgo exes. My daddy is a Virgo. I ain't got time for no Virgos. Girl, don't run out of here. Uh-uh. Listen, and then when we snap, y'all like, where's this coming from? <laughs> I told you the sky was blue last year and you didn't that you know and you be like whoa Girl, wait I can't with the embargoes child so, <laughs> you know I'm embargoes now wait a minute are you oh my okay God. tell her tell her miracle oh, help, <laughs> help me father we we have a tendency to just hold things in because we don't like confrontation and it's just like. We don't like confrontation. We try not to hurt people's feelings, but you know what? At the end of the day, I had to learn they'll be all right. But did it, but did you die? Because, <laughs> because you know, I'm I'm holding on to all this stuff. It's it's, it's taking a toll on my body, my mental my yeah. my mental health. You know, so I'm like, I have to learn how to communicate so like even the small things like last week you know or you know a few hours ago you said this and it hurt my feelings babe you know and talk about it It might be something as simple as you know I see you got gray hair coming in your head and you get you take it to offense but you you know it's a it's a small thing but if you don't communicate it he's not gonna read your mind you know and then a year down the line. I remember when you said my hair was great. We were driving down Not Main driving Street. Down no, Main Street. like. I can't break I can't it. I just ain't got time. I cannot with you right now. You know, we keep we oh, keep yeah. account of everything. These Virgos, you know. Girl, y'all Main keep Street account of every. Oh, girl, please. That's why I will never date another Virgo a day in my life. My current boyfriend is a what? A, I don't know what he is. Something in October, and that is easy breezy for me. But then Virgos, my dad, 
girl, I had like a slew of Virgos for like the last eight years. I was like, oh, never again. Never. Never. <laughs> but we loyal. We loyal. I'm going to tell you one thing about us. Y'all loyal. are loyal. And if, well, I try. You get, but if you if you if you mess it up with us, it's it's really hard to get back in our corner. And we're gonna give you a few chances. We're gonna give you a few chances. But after that, after you done had enough, that's it. Girl, <laughs> I cannot. I literally can't with you. <laughs> but yeah, just communicate. Virgos out there and listening, communicate. Just communicate. Please communicate. No matter how I just not speak. Girl, I don't even you know what I ain't even gonna get going on this. I can't. <laughs> I'm moving on. How about this one? Okay, so this is the last one I could think of. Um, never play second fiddle. Mm. Yeah. That's good. That's because good. Would you go ahead, go ahead, Tim. What you mean? <laughs> huh? No, what, what you mean? Like a side yeah, chick? Yeah, there we go, boo. Never play oh. a side chick. We're the number oh. one. You're the mm. queen. You're the only one. Are we not at all? You know, I haven't how about had plan a side chick to work. Huh? <laughs> so how about playing a side to work <laughs> to his job? Ooh, oh. No, no side Mm-mm. chicks. I, I don't know what you're saying, says I'm confused, but no side chicks at all. Oh, his work is the side chick. Oh Lord. Well, girl, you know me and do that. And even some women, you know, they were just talking about how Candy from Real Housewives is just working way too much and not spending any time with her family. So a lot of people let their yeah. jobs be the side chick or their job is the is the the real chick and then the, the family is the side chick. And so that's not good either. Yeah. Yep. And I think that comes from, you know, like in her case, Candy's case, you know, coming from not having anything and not healed from it. Like, um, it's one of the things like okay you ever watch some a uh, show like Deal or No Deal okay and the deal is like a hundred thousand but you have a potential to get a million and I'm, I'm just gonna take the hundred thousand you know we, we kind of settle and because we don't have anything a lot of times we, we especially in the african-american community we come from nothing and when we get something we try to hold on yeah. to that something so her something her something is I gotta you know but that's another thing y'all create balance balance. you have to have equilibrium in your life you know even to stand up on our own two feet we can stand up on two feet but scientifically if our equilibrium is off in our in our ears guess what we got the room is going to be spinning and we're going to be stumbling so create some equilibrium in your life you know take some time out you you can't be what you say? What you say? <laughs> say? What she say? Uh, I said, come on with her science degree. Oh, <laughs> Girl, no, I can't with you. Not a science degree because she said equilibrium. Girl, bye. That is a normal word. She had like you said some. She had like you said some word nobody's ever heard of before. Get out of here. <laughs> That's that biologist coming out. Listen, what we do. You do, because if you don't have that, you're going to have issues not only in your marriage and with your children, but with your job as well. You're going to have issues all over your life. It's about balance. Yep. Because you're going to be, something's going, you're going to drop the ball somewhere. You're going to die somewhere. And, you know, then it becomes a chaotic situation. You know, I was telling some of my friends the other day, I was like, listen, I know we all have gifts, we all have talents, and sometimes we just can't use them all at once. You know, there has to be a harmony there so that they're, you know, it sounds great. You know, but can't sing whatever note they want to sing in the choir. They have to have some type of balance on on notes and tones and things of that nature because we, we get into this, we get into the whirlwind of life, you know, and even with this whole pandemic oh, that's Jesus. going on now, it's causing us to yes. sit still and, and regain yeah. our balance. Yeah. Literally, yeah. we just on the go. We on the go. We on the go. You know, um, I got this book I want to write. I got this play I want to put on. I got this yeah. I want to do over here. And guess what? It, it creates yeah. chaos. So something's diluted. You know, and I have no, 
no shade against my brother, Mr. Tyler Perry, but because he writes everything, it starts to be consistent storyline or something is watered mm. down. And I no shade. I love him. I love what he's doing. But I watch all his shows and they start to correlate yeah. with each other. Yeah. The, 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 well, because he's you not know, willing to take any help. He wants to write and produce and do everything. But we have to know that God has given us a talent, but we also have to allow others to pour into us so that we can be the best. Mm-hmm. When you do, um, yesterday, I'm in school now, we had to do this thing called a SWOT analysis where you evaluate your strength, your weaknesses, which is the internal, and then you have to evaluate your opportunities and your threats, which is your mm-hmm. external factors. And when you find that stuff out, sometimes you realize that your weakness is really an yes. opportunity. And then sometimes you realize that you can pair a strength with the weakness to to balance it, basically yeah. balance it out. So when you have a mentality like Mr. Tyler Perry, it 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 tends to show your weaknesses because now your weaknesses start to to surface and become yeah. in the forefront. So, and people are noticing it. Like that last movie, gosh, was the Fall from Grace? I don't know we if y'all saw seen that, it, but and, and that, two actors, we had a lot to say about it. Don't. Oh, three actors, after, baby. Okay. Three. Well, three. Actors, we got a lot, girl. <laughs> you, we, three actors girl. and a makeup artist. And I was like, what is going on here? Girl. 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 I'm just going to keep saying girl. Girl. I don't know where we went wrong, but something wasn't right. Something wasn't right. And like it, it gets so predictable because we know you're yes. writing. If you if you add something else, add somebody else's element, add somebody else's point of view. You know, we've had we having this this round table talk. We saying the same thing, but it's coming yes. from different views. You see what I'm saying? Different walks of life. So, you know, I don't want to be yes. predictable. I can't. Yes. You see what I'm saying? I can't be predictable. So like just you know, see where somebody's strengths can, you know, balance off yeah. your weaknesses. That's, yeah. that's all. Something gets put down and and diluted, and you be like, really though. <laughs> so yeah, I said all that to say, just get some equilibrium yeah. in your life. <laughs> yeah, you need it. Balance. It's called balance. Say yes. you quiet over there. You got nothing. Uh, oh no, I just. <laughs> Had um, you know, some final thoughts for the uh, for the people because we're winding down on the time. Okay. Uh, okay, Miss London. Yes, me. Um, I would just say, you know, in terms of these exes and things that we learn from them, just like, I, you know what I do? I take notes every time I break up with somebody. I take notes. I write down everything about myself that I feel like I could have done better. And I actually, I almost mm. interview these guys when I break up with them or we break up and I say, okay, what exactly did you not care for, particularly in this relationship that came from me? And they tell me, I write it down, I ponder on it, I pray about it. And I, I you know, ask myself and I ask God, is it something that I actually need to change? Then I go write down all the things that I did not particularly care for on their end. And then I make sure that those are things that are now non-negotiables for the next person. So mm-hmm. I do this whole ordeal to keep myself from putting my emotions into another relationship that's just going to put me back in the same old, like we were saying, cycle. So I would encourage other people to do that. When you're in a relationship, when you're out of one, write stuff down. Write down how you're feeling, how this person made you feel, how this breakup, what you could have done. Take responsibility of your you know, part of what you could have changed and done differently. Um, and then just be whole. Like, be whole before you even get in these relationships. Because when you're not, you're basically looking for somebody to complete you. And that's not what's supposed to happen. Your mate is supposed to compliment you, not complete you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just was sitting here thinking also about, like, um, what a, the last relationship in particular, right before um, I met my husband. <laughs> um that one I was starting to feel very unfamiliar with myself mm. uh, in regards to like kind of dealt with him and the way I just put it like that I mean that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> we could talk about that whole situation but um 
one thing that I had to do to help me in that situation was kind of like do something familiar for something familiar for me was like keeping journals. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, I ended up kind of um, writing emails to myself about how I felt because I was starting to feel like, am I going crazy? Like, am I in the same relationship mm-hmm. as this mm-hmm. person? Like, you know, this person like everything is great, but I'm over here like everything ain't so great. Like, so I had to like that was something that I did and, and eventually um, you know when it got digging to that breaking point um, sometimes I even go back not necessarily a lot but sometimes I go back and look at that to remind myself of like that person I was at that mm-hmm. time I mean you know uh, sometimes you know it, sometimes you gotta let somebody go but then you gotta let them go at your time I wouldn't say like be um, persuaded by other people mm-hmm. or something like that um, so I felt like I go at the time that I was supposed mm. to let him go but uh yeah that that was just something that I did to kind of help me or that helped me eventually so I mean there I'm sure there's a lot to say about exes there's a lot to say about dating and there's a lot to say about all of this but at this time I just want to say thank you to you ladies for this wonderful conversation I hope that you guys had a great time because I enjoyed you both Miss Bridget and Miss London I'm looking forward to doing this again with you all one day thank you for um, having us love thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank I had you. I had a good time yes honey. <laughs> yes girl talk yes so yes here one time for the first girl talk on God sex and love uh, find these ladies on their social medias and all that but uh, until next time everyone have a great great day alright love bye 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 if you like what you hear then consider supporting our podcast every listener that supports us for $9.99 a month will be entered into our monthly raffle for a chance to win a free gift So become a supporter today.